to the For Your Consideration podcast. I am your host, Tyron. Don't forget Dean Walker. And I'm joined alongside by my trusted colleague and friend here, Danny Baez. And uh, we're back here. um, (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) We're DB, are you with me? Oh, yeah. We got the church. We ain't going nowhere. Okay. All right. Sure. Sorry, she didn't like that. Remember, <laughs> uh, I, this is super random. You remember when you, um, when me and Marcus were acting in that, uh, the short film that that you did? Yeah. And yeah, I think one of the lines was like in Dumbo or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, and I and I and I found it on the map because I was because I was looking in New York City for. A you restaurant. think I'm just making it up? No, no, I, I know, but I was like, where the hell is Dumbo at? Like in, in New York. And I, and then I saw it. I was like, oh, that's where in Brooklyn. He was it's like in Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my, it's, oh, it's not like I go to Brooklyn like every week. Okay, you know? well. <laughs> but, anyways, we're just here to, to rank um, our, I guess it's like our favorite and least favorite movies slash television shows of 2022. Because I realized when I was creating this list, Mm. That I haven't seen every single movie that's, well, naturally, I'm not going to see every single movie that comes out in the year. But there are certain movies that I just absolutely, I just missed. We I honestly, I don't see. think I've seen any of like the real critically acclaimed like Oscar bait movies. I, I think, I think it's been a slow year for, for movies from that, from that standpoint. Because I don't really, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the high profile movies that are like, uh that people are talking about as far as like winning Oscars. Like I didn't see the whale, you know? No, I didn't. I well, the whale just kind of recently came out. So this list kind of turned into movies that I just enjoyed watching yeah. in 2022. And my favorite movie. And oftentimes with those Oscar movies, you know, they're great and everything. The problem is, is that they have no repeat value in my life whatsoever. Honestly, uh, most seriously. of them, like most of the, most of the time I, I won't, I won't watch him again after I've seen him. Although I would, I would sit down and watch um, Parasite again. Do you concur? Absolutely. Okay. All right. For sure. Um, yeah. I pretty much go back to that movie a lot, actually. Yeah. So it's it's one of those it's one of those movies that you can sit down and and rewatch. Yeah, but some of these other movies, like The Artist, like I'm never gonna watch that movie again. Yeah. Never gonna watch that movie again in my life. So yeah. Um. Anyways, we're gonna uh we're gonna hop in it. We're gonna we're gonna start hop it with in. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we're gonna start we're gonna start with our um our least favorite movies or television shows. Do you have any honorable? Do you want to go back and have, forth? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go back and forth. But do you have any honorable? We'll start with the honorable mention ones. If you have any honorable mentions that like you thought about putting on a list, but like nah, I'm not gonna put it on there. But it actually was one of your least favorite things. Um, no, honestly, I didn't because I didn't see a lot of bad movies because I literally stayed away from watching it <laughs> or trying to watch any bad movies. But I think I have one in here. That's not an honorable mention, but one in here in my actual list that I think is going to be a little hot take, oh, but it's not going to be a hot take between us, but. I think some people are going to really like freak the fuck out. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll start. I'll start with mine. Um, it's honorable, honorable mention, mention list. Yeah, it's my honorable mention list that like okay. were considered to be on the list but didn't make. It. And these were actually really popular movies mm. that um, that were actually trash. One was Moonfall, <laughs> which was a disaster movie. 
It had Holly Berry, Patrick Wilson, uh, John Bradley, a.k.a. Sam Tarly from Game of Thrones. So you don't know his real name? <laughs> yeah, because who, who knows John Bradley if I just say John Bradley? Yeah. No one knows who he is. I, I gotta, You got to say Sam Tarly from Game of Thrones in order to, <laughs> oh, that's that guy. Oh, that guy. Um, yeah, Moonfall. I mean, like, I, I enjoy disaster movies. I mean, if you like Independence Day, if you like Roland Emmerich's movies, um, like I do, like you were kind of a little looking forward to this movie, but it's trash. It's it's garbage. I mean, the 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 explanation at the end was trash. It's extremely confusing. If you if you've seen if you've seen the movie, um, it's not it's it's not a great movie. The trailer gave me like 2012 vibes. The movie. It's not even as good as 2012. <laughs> How about with that but, winter one? What's that coldest day ever one? Oh, um. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not as good as it, yeah, that one. Uh, as day that after either. tomorrow. That's the one. day after tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That day after tomorrow is better. I would. I would recommend if you're gonna watch. If you're if you're like trying to decide between Moonfall and the day after tomorrow, easily pick the day after yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, another one that's on my list was uh, Morbius. That's not uh, on your actual list. No, it's not on my actual list. Wow. Uh, Morbius is on my honorable mention list. It is. It's another not great movie. Jared Leto, he's like, um, I mean, he's fine in the movie, and I enjoy some of the action sequences, but the, um, but the 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 story and plot was all over the place. Um, the uh, the end credit scene um, was left uh, much to be desired. So that's on my list. Uh, another film that I actually was looking forward to that we talked about multiple times on the show is Don't Worry, Darling. And um, I sat through two hours of this movie wondering like what the big reveal is going to be. And it was such a huge letdown like for me. The movie in and of itself was was a huge letdown. I mean, I enjoyed the cinematography of it. The film looked great. But in terms of, like again, story, plot, character development, all lacking. Um, and again, that... The um the actual reveal of what was going on was so disappointing to me. It was really disappointing. I was like, that that's really what the big reveal was. It was I didn't like it. Um <laughs> and next we go clear. to uh <laughs> next we go to Jurassic World Dominion. Um, Once again, I'm surprised that's not in like their actual <laughs> <I, laughs> You've seen a bunch of shit movies, then I guess. I, yeah, I have. Um the fact that this movie focuses on lotuses and not Instead of the actual name of the movie, which is dinosaurs, or I mean Jurassic World Dominion, I mean the title has nothing to do about like actually what the movie is about. It has more to do with lotuses and um and uh trying to save the planet and energy and all this other stuff, as opposed to what you're going, what you really want to go to the movies to see, which is dinosaurs eat people. There is one great action scene in the middle of it where you have uh, the Velociraptors chasing them through this through the streets i think they're in spain somewhere that that was a great action sequence but outside of that i mean there's no tension in this movie there's no again no character development in this movie the the film is stupid because again like i said what the movie focuses on the legacy characters were underutilized i was completely disappointed in that i mean this to me I when mean, you're bringing I'm, back laura dern you better use her man yeah and they didn't <laughs> they didn't use they didn't utilize in um her um or jeff goldblum or sam neill and in any way that was significant to the plot. And I was really, really disappointed in that, especially since this is probably the last time that we're going to see the three of them on screen yeah. together in in this franchise. Right. I mean, 
it's that was a huge disappointment. I feel like the formula is so simple. Like, how can you even get it wrong? I guess because like they put out just so many at this point. They did, like, and now they're now you know because you can't. I mean, because you can't really do Jurassic Park over and over and over again. So they're yeah. trying to they try to expand the franchise, and it just it's just like so hokey now. You know what I mean? It's it's so far sci fi um, now that it's just like it's over the top now. You know so. Right. Um, and last and surely not least is Fantastic Beasts. Oh man, this was a franchise killer, especially the last one. Um, it was, it was not great, guys. And we know that um, if you listen to or if you read the reports out there, that this was the last one that they did. They're gonna they're gonna try and do something new with the Harry Potter franchise. And thank God, because I mean, the first Fantastic Beast. I mean, while it wasn't great, I still enjoyed it. And it's and it's just like they've. They've slowly, with the last two movies, have taken step back, and and, and that's a reflection of the um of of audiences not going out to see them see the movie. I mean, if with each um with each film, you know, the box office numbers have have gone down. Um, the story wasn't great. I mean, we we uh it was much more political than I thought it was going to be. Um, and also, I mean, the social commentary <laughs> was, was like pitting you over the head. Um, and also, I, I mean, wouldn't the, mind that, but it's like, it's a Harry Potter film. So yeah. And, <laughs> um, and then the, the big battle that we had all been, you know, piping up between Grindelwald and, um, Dumbledore left much to be desired. It was not great. And so that's my honorable mention list. But Danny, we'll, we'll go with you. What is your worst or least favorite movie slash television you're uh, you're i guess you're number five yeah i'm gonna start with number five so at my number five i have the disney pinocchio remake i didn't even know you watched that movie (laughs) i did you know because honestly pinocchio like the original 1940 version is one of my favorite like animated films did not know that it's actually one of my actually is it really no i like i like pinocchio a lot so I was just I just out of sheer curiosity I put this on. Um I fell asleep through it. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing about it that's like redeemable in any way. It's just they don't even try. And once again, it's this Disney with the live action remakes not trying. There's nothing to write about in this in this film. Like it's it goes to the same story beats. There's nothing different about it at all. It's actually degraded because it's not animated, so they they can't they can't push certain like things that made the animated uh, version so great. So this was just another lackluster live action remake from Disney that doesn't hit at all. I don't know why kids would even. I don't even think like if you were in, introducing your kids to this, yeah. they wouldn't even like it. No, I agree with that, and and me and Tamika talked about it before in another previous podcast. Yeah, we didn't like the movie at all, even though they're they're like I enjoyed. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket. So yeah, I have he's fun. great. I found him yeah, you know, he's entertaining. Great. I, the, did you see the Netflix one with Grandma de Terror? I have not, I but I know I okay. need to because I know yeah. that one. That one's that one's yeah. getting rave reviews. Basically. Yeah, that one is is apparently better. Yeah. yeah. So wow, well, I need to see that one. Yeah. Uh, anything more you wanted to add on? Why you? Did... Yeah, don't watch it. It's trash. <laughs> 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 the waste. Of, it's a waste of time. It's really a waste of time. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I concur with that. I mean, it's not on my list, but it wasn't a great movie either. Um, and I did I did think about putting it on my honorable mention list, but there were other. I felt like I had enough with those five movies yeah. that I listed there. Okay. At my number five 
is this movie called The 355. And it is a spy thriller movie with this. It has a great ensemble the, cast. This, yeah. have, oh, you, so you, have you seen it? No, but I know oh, about oh, okay, it. Yeah, yeah. Know. yeah, Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Lupita, Diane, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, mm-hmm. uh, Diane Kruger. Uh, you lit. You listen to the. I mean, those are like bona fide um, actresses so, yeah. um, in in Hollywood, and yet this movie was a complete dis di- complete disappointment. I actually had. I mean, I had some expectations for for this, but then I had to think about it, and I was like, I don't know why I thought that I why I had expectations that I did because the director of this movie was Simon Kinberg, and mm-hmm. if you know Simon Kinberg. <laughs> You know he he directed Dark Phoenix, which is trash. He also mm. had a hand in New Mutants, which was also not great. <laughs> so I didn't even see New Mutants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So his track record recently, he, he also had he also had had a hand in that Fantastic Four movie from 2015. So well. it sounds like this movie just got the wrong director, basically. It did. It, it did. Um, and you can tell. I mean, this was only the second movie he directed. I mean, he's written some other stuff. He also he also wrote X Men Apocalypse, which also wasn't that great either. Um, <laughs> Just a, so, with this guy's rec- like freaking resume, why would you even sign him on for this? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So again, it was really it was really boring and really paint by numbers. I mean, none none of it like none of it stood out to me none of the action sequences were great again it's very it's very paint by numbers it's very safe and it's very boring <laughs> and that's that's the reason why and it was also because of the expectations i had with that cast i thought it would be way better if they were signing on to it and uh yeah 355 makes my number five haha <laughs> see what i did there proud of that you're proud of that one <laughs> okay <laughs> And number, right, number four. Number four, we have Morbius. Oh, okay. And uh, you guys have talked ad nauseum about Morbius, and there's nothing more I can add. Honestly, I mean, the more that he's on screen, the more that I don't like Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know as if that's harsh. Or just as an movie. actor, as an actor. Oh wow, dang! It's just like it's something about how he performs is just not resonating with me. And it it was this is like the worst film that he's obviously ever been in. To me, you might say Suicide Squad is. I was I was thinking about <laughs> Suicide Squad. I really was, and that's up there. But I thought this was far worse. And this is coming. Well, this is coming from Sony Marvel. Um, but it's not his performance that really, you know, drives this film down. It's just the writing and the you know execution of it, basically, and all facets. It just it's not scary. It's pretty boring at times. The action yeah. sequences don't hit. I mean, you just talked about it. So it's just like, there's yeah. nothing. I mean, I kind of wish that. I mean, not that if they went rated R, it would have been better. But I It would have like, been better, though. Like, you could have pushed that a little bit more. And I thought, I th- when the first, the, when we got that first teaser, I thought for sure this was going to yeah, be Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be good, too. Yeah. It just never lived up. So it. they was trying to, like, push in all this in the PG-13 when it's just like, this character, from what we know, is... It's very violent, <laughs> very violent. Mm. The blood and gore is all there. If they had done that, I don't know if it would have still been an, a great film, but I know it would have been better than what they released. So, all right. So, Morbius is your number, number four. four. My number four is Blonde. Um, it is a uh, that would probably make wanna... my honorable mention. Oh, you have you seen it? 
I've once again, I've I, I turned it off like 30 okay, minutes. Ago. Okay, I did. Okay, so <laughs> so it is a biographical film, but I'm put I'm putting that in quotation because this because yeah. they do take a lot of liberties yeah. with the biographical part of the of the movie. Um, it's a, um, about Marilyn Monroe, and she's played by Anna Darmus, and Anna Darmus is is a great actress. Yeah. I mean, I I do love her. I, I can't think of a bad performance that she has given, and I think she gives a. a from what they asked her to do in this movie, I think that she is fully committed to to the role. It's everything else surrounding the movie, and again, I, I yes, I sat down and I and I went through this and through this movie, and it's just like the entire movie is just all about her being a victim. I mean, she goes through so. I mean, and, and from what we understand, at least from you know from what we read about Marilyn Monroe. She was actually a pretty smart person, and they don't touch on, on yeah. a lot of the stuff that she actually did, and it's just it's mostly focused on her trauma from the time that she's a little girl into her, you know, exploitation of her being older and a sex symbol and all of that, and you know the stuff that you know she has to do, and some of the stuff is, isn't even, at least from what I understand, isn't even true. They just take a lot of liberties with it, and. Um, I don't even just, know why you would want to portray this character like this. I really don't. Yeah, I know. Like, I it's I mean, like, I mean, I get. I mean, I from what I understand is, you know, they were really trying to say how exploit uh, how expletive the Hollywood scene was during that time, and maybe still is right now. That's going on, but they do it in in such a demeaning way. Yeah, yeah. such a demeaning way. It almost glorifies it. In a, yeah, in a weird yeah, that's way. exactly like what I felt during that first few minutes. I was like, mm, I'm not vibing with this. Because yeah. you can still have that vibe from all the other characters and have her still be a strong character. Yeah. And someone who's resilient and da-da-da, which we knew I, she was. Now, granted, we shouldn't like be praising her like a saint, don't get me wrong, but she should right. have been portrayed stronger than this. Like It just yeah, drove yeah, that I, whole movie. I think if they would have flushed her out and, like, and, and really touched on some of the other things that she accomplished and did, I think, you know, this movie would have been better. Yeah. Um, but it, it again, to me, it, to me, it focuses more on a an almost a glorification of her sexual identity and, and people and men exploiting her sexually, which is mostly what the movie's about. So it just, it just didn't vibe with me um, that, that much and brad pitt produced it i didn't even know this i was really? looking at his name yeah he's he's well he's one of the producers on the movie so he signed off on this it's kind of crazy didn't know that so anyways blonde my number four movie danny what's your number three number three is dune I, you know <laughs> i was gonna put dune on here but you know what the thing is, is like dune actually came out in 2021 if you want to be technical so that's why i didn't put it on my list i saw it in 2020 <laughs> But yeah, you're right. Dune was Dune was gonna make my list, but then I was like, it came in, it came out in December of 2021, so I was like, oh man. But yeah, I, it would definitely have made my list. It, it yeah, I'm just gonna put it there anyway. I don't even yeah. care because <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about a movie that just lulls you. It's like a freaking lullaby, just <laughs> lulls you to sleep. I'm sorry, man. This movie is it, man. This I this was hard to get through, and we once again we've talked about it at nauseum. I feel like now. The music video vibes of Zendaya. Yeah. We literally mentioned this last week. Like it's just, it's just not a good movie going experience. Like thank God I didn't see this in the movie theater. Yeah. I saw this streaming and even streaming. I it's even in the comfort of my own living room. I was, <laughs> I really just wanted to go to sleep. We both wanted to go to sleep. 
<laughs> you know, the thing is, like, I mean, I a part of me wonders, like, what is it that I'm not getting about this movie? Me too. Because, because it has, it's getting, I mean, it's getting, but it got such high praise, you know, from everybody when this movie came out. So when I sat down to watch it on HBO Max, I was expecting to be blown away by Seriously. this movie. Like, I, I thought it was, and I was so disappointed. I, I really was by that entire movie. I mean, Tamika liked it. I kind of wish she was on here to defend her her uh, choice on liking the movie but you know she, i mean she even when we talked about it. before like i <laughs> i didn't think it was shocking <laughs> no i know it's just like dude like i can barely pay attention to these characters motivations right now because like like i don't know and goes once again this is and with all these movies we just have to put it disclaimer out there we're not talking about the filmmaking yeah, yeah. this is not about the filmmaking it's just about the film itself and you know how it affects us and you know our just our opinion of it so it's just our opinion look as fellow filmmakers and you know cameramen and you know writers ourselves it's hard to make a film it is oh, yeah, really sure. hard <clears throat> extremely hard so i take none of it for granted it's shit no. is hard no no you're absolutely right but i was still bored by the yeah, I mean, yeah i mean yeah i mean you're absolutely right <laughs> I, I was extremely bored in this entire movie oh my yeah it was really not <sighs> I'm disappointed. And it wastes Zendaya. Yeah, it does waste Zendaya. But now, I mean, they are coming out with a sequel, and we'll see how well the sequel is. Maybe maybe we'll be looking back on it and being like, oh, man, that the first one really set up a lot for part two. Or yeah. maybe we'll be saying the same thing. Like, oh, man. It could be a Captain America good. type thing where, you know, yeah, Captain America was pretty shit to me. I know you liked yeah. it more than I did. No, do, I didn't but... like Captain America at all. Actually. Oh, okay. I, you, Captain America is my least favorite Avenger. Yeah. I mean? oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think it's everybody's, but Marvel did a good job of like with the second one, especially coming back and just making it really not about him, but centering around him with you know yeah. a great a great story with the Winter Soldier. So that's my number three, man. So my number three uh, is another Netflix movie. Um, it starred um, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Miles Teller, and. The gorgeous journey Smollett. Okay. Uh, it was called Spiderhead. <laughs> it was, and it was about um, it was a psychological thriller about this like experimental mind altering drug. Um, it takes place on this prison with these inmates, and they were doing these experiments on them. And the the thing I kept thinking about was. This is like a cheap knockoff of, of X Machina. I mean, like not 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 like not that they had like a um, robots or anything like that. But it, uh, to me, it had like the same sort of like vibe that they were going for with like X Machina, like this sort of like this higher level type thinking, you know, right. as, as a as an audience viewer that they wanted you to try and like see the hidden messaging behind this type type thing and then they tried to think that they're trying to make this movie smarter than what it actually was and as a result of that it was not a great movie uh you know but the performances were fine the only one was like chris hemsworth i mean the you know he's actually australian for those of you who don't know yeah. um um and uh his american accent was not great in this movie it's not <laughs> it's very noticeable and he tries to i think he's trying to play like this la um uh, uh from the valley type guy and it's oh, it just that's didn't the worst work kind of was, accent you can yeah. try to do if you're coming from a foreign accent <laughs> try to yeah. do a valley guy or valley girl accent is hard yeah so it was it was you know 
Yeah, it did. That his performance was easily the weakest part of, of that movie, and you know because he is the main character, or essentially one of the main characters, it sort of threw me, it sort of threw me off, and it just yeah. I is know. you know what that is he a leading guy? No, <laughs> he's I, not, is he? Because no, like Thor so. is kind of like a character in and of itself, so it's like kind of easy to carry that film. But in other films, I just feel like he's like. I'm trying to think what else I've seen. I mean, I've seen him in Ghostbusters. He was like, he was like a side character, but he was actually funny in that. I mean, he was in that uh, that vacation movie where again he was a side character. He was playing a comedic role. Like ever since, ever since, like he he sort of plays like the same sort of characters in other movies. Like he plays like the side character that's supposed to be funny, and he has like he has like good comedic timing. I mean, we've yeah, seen that yeah. in the Thor movies. No. But outside of that, I don't know if he has like the range to play some of these other characters. I agree. I don't think so. I've seen him. I mean, I've seen him in other stuff besides Thor, but nothing. He has no performance outside of Thor that I thought was actually really good. And I had I didn't yeah. see the Ghostbusters. Uh, I guess you're talking about Afterlife, right? No, Is 2016. It? Oh, just 2016. Yeah, yeah I, with I, Melissa McCarthy. I didn't see that, so. I mean, yeah, so, <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> that's that is my number. What is that three? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what is your two? Number two. Number two should be a surprise to absolutely no one. If you've been if, uh, listening to this podcast, which is Hocus Pocus. Two. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this okay. movie is pure <laughs> shit. Pure shit. To me, I don't think anybody's putting effort at all besides freaking. Uh, Kathy Najima, what's her name? <laughs> yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, so you know, Sarah Jessica Parker looks like a foot. She acts like a foot. <laughs> that's so harsh, but it's true. it is harsh. <laughs> that is extremely harsh. But sorry, go ahead, continue on with your. <laughs> but she looked. She had like nothing. Nothing about this movie works for me. Nothing. Nothing about it. Nothing about it works. None, none of nostalgia works for me. And she once didn't again, even like the first one. I didn't. So like, I never said I didn't like the first one. I don't know where you guys are getting that. Just because I'm not nostalgic for the first one doesn't mean that <laughs> the first one isn't good. I feel like the the first one is a good movie without Sarah Jessica Parker, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to Sarah Jessica Parker, man. I mean no, I mean no hate. I don't. Hate I feel you. like I feel like one of these days, like this this podcast is going to eventually blow up, and we're going to have you know like 50k followers, and we're actually going to. <laughs> garner some attention and we're going to be walking down like some of these like red carpets and like getting like uh to mix with some of these stars of this movie and some of the stuff i just wonder i'm like man if we ever bump into there's there's a couple people that i'm like if we bump into one of them is tyler Tyler perry Perry. (laughs) (laughs) one is gonna be tyler perry the other one's gonna be sarah jessica parker you know i i guarantee you man if we bump into sarah jessica parker she's not gonna have Kind words Miss for us, Philly. She's and her husband, probably Matthew Broderick. Either yeah, he's yeah. hate me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this, I mean, once again, this you know, this movie follows the same kind of story beats you would expect. The music is trash. The score is god awful. The sets are blah. I mean, there was one like when they were outside, um, doing a spell with the moon, um, kind of in the back, but like it's a big ass moon. That's like framing them. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a really good shot. But other than that, I feel like it's, you know, it's, you know, 
not the doldrums of cinema, cinematography work, but not nothing that really. I mean to be at number two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This was shit. I, 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 so again, um, this, as a, as I, again, I did not hate this movie, I, but I didn't think it was like one of the worst things I've seen. For me, it's one of the worst things I've seen. Like I told I you know. before, I was I, actively I avoiding, you know, watching anything that I know I wouldn't like. So, and I know that's not super entertaining for you guys, but I didn't want to like drag down this year, you know. So. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I guess also for me is because I because I've seen some of these other movies. Although I probably would bring Blonde ahead of. I didn't see Hocus all of Blonde, so like I could. Yeah. I didn't think it was fair to put it on, knowing I didn't see all of it. But I did see all of this movie, mm-hmm. and I wanted to not see this. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> Very Danny's, Danny's number two is, is Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. My number two is actually a tie between two movies, but wow. they actually star the same person. Can you get... <laughs> um, and, and they're comedy movies and they were not funny and the worst thing that Sounds you can like be... Sounds like Kevin Hart to me or Jim. Yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing you can be as a comedy movie is not funny. Are you talking about Me Time? Me Time mm-hmm. and then The Man from Toronto. Oh, it was a tie God. between those two movies. They were trash. Because um, like I said, the worst thing that you can be as a, as a comedy movie is not funny. Because then you have nothing to fall back on. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're a Marvel movie, like, if your jokes don't hit, well, at least you got action. You know what I'm saying? At least you got, at least you have a story. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or something like that. But these comedy movies, you know, you don't, typically they're kind of light on plot. You know what I mean? You're really there just to laugh and have a good time. Yeah. You know, occasionally, you know, you'll get, um, one of these Judd Apatow movies, you know, that are a little bit deeper and what they're trying to say, like 40 year old virgin that comes along where it's just like, oh, this is funny, but there's also like, it has some heart to it. You know what I mean? But the man from Toronto and me time in particularly me time specifically is what I'm talking about. Um, it just wasn't funny. And when you're trying so hard to be funny, it's like, it's, it's not good. It makes it worse. And, and me time also with the production value. I mean, there's a CGI line in here, and it's it's it doesn't look great. I mean, it, some and some like again, some of the CGI. There's some other CGI in here too. And it just doesn't it doesn't look good. And 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 I like Mark Wahlberg generally, but again, he's not funny in this. And the same thing goes from with the man from Toronto. I I fell asleep during that movie. I was extremely bored. It was not funny at all. And some of these situational comedies that, that Kevin Hart has done. Oh man, he's just not funny. And and again, maybe Kevin Hart is another person that, that we'll see that probably will hate us. Um, again, because <laughs> yeah. I've seen him I, and I and I saw him live. I saw him during uh, recently this summer. I went and I saw him and Chris Rock. Oh, they were and, in Camden, yeah, yeah. And I, Chris Rock, to me was far and away the better comedian. <laughs> than, than I mean, Kevin he just Hart. says period. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart saying, had two Sam specials that were really funny, and then something happened where he got too popular and fell off the, as far as is, funniness, is, fell off the face of is the it earth. Oversat- is it oversaturation, man? Yeah, but man, also yeah. picking scripts that are just all trash. Yeah. That, that's like, true. if oh. he was more selective with what he was doing, we would not be as harsh to Kevin Hart as we are. Because, yeah. like, I feel like he can be, he has his funny moments where he's like, okay, that's genuinely funny, but... He just that's such a tryhard to me now. Mm. Like it's just crazy. So anything he's in, I'm like I cringe for the most part. Yeah, I'm like uh, I still hold out hope. Maybe I'll get one of these 
funny. Is it Man from Toronto? It's like it's a dramedy, right? No, it's a comedy. Is it full comedy? No, no. Yeah, it's, it's about um. What was the serious being... movie he was in? Oh, oh man, uh, I know it, it came on Netflix Brian. too. Yeah, yeah, it was him. Well, Fatherhood was actually a pretty good movie for what he was asked to do in the movie, where he's um he's a single father after right. his wife passed away. Um, and then he also did a movie with Brian Cranston okay. when he was um, confined to a wheelchair and he was like the caretaker of that. So, I mean, he has done other movies where I'm like, oh, you know, the, that's, you know, he's he's fine in in, in those movies. But maybe you know? he should take that Eddie Murphy route and explore those He probably those should. He really, roles, he really yeah. should probably take the Eddie Murphy route. The thing is, he's not as talented as Eddie Murphy. So Yeah, no. Yeah, but at least it would be a better script. Yeah. <laughs> So that that's my number two, Danny. What is your number one worst movie, twenty twenty two? Once again, I feel like if you've been listening to this podcast, you should not be surprised that it's Halloween ends. I knew, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm surprised it wasn't on there earlier, but nah, nah. No, because it's number one. It's just I could not stand this movie. Everything about this movie pissed me the hell off. Everything. Literally everything. When we first reviewed this movie, I was in a rage the entire time. <laughs> and I still I still get enraged every time I think about it. And I try not to think about it too often. Because it's one of like it's like Batman versus Superman. I try not to think about it. Where I'll just be, <laughs> you'll just fuck my day up the entire, <laughs> the entire day. You really fuck will fuck my day up if you mention these <laughs> movies to me. Hollywood and Halloween Hollywood. Halloween ends is just what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? It's so simple. You know, you're not the only person that feels that same way. I mean, I've, I've watched other, I mean, obviously I follow other podcasts and listen to other reviews and there are a lot of people. I mean, I have, I've still yet to see the movie and the way y'all talk about it, I have no interest in actually watching anytime soon. But yeah, a lot of people have that same like hate for this, for this yeah, movie, especially this because, film. especially because it, it has nothing to do with, Michael Myers is the number one complaint yeah. I hear, mostly from people. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and you're introducing this new character, and it, but it's just this once again the formula is so simple. You have Jamie Lee Curtis, you have Michael. You have it's just they need to be feuding the entire time. Whoever is the cat, be the cat. Whoever is the mouse, be the mouse. It doesn't even matter which one is who, because it will be badass either way. It's so fucking simple. Why are we writing this fucking conundrum of fucking bullshit? Why? Why do we have to distract from what the real story is? What you built up this entire time? I really hate this film. Yeah, I I, 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 I feel it, man. I feel it here in your heart how much you hate it. And I, and I think it's like with some of these movies that we've listed, like with me... You know, with Fantastic Beasts, because you know, I'm in. I I love you know the Harry Potter franchise and and world. It becomes that much harder because you see the fall from grace with yeah. these franchises. And Halloween is another one because it started off so strong, but in 2018, versus me, I was like, man, they they really this might, yeah. in my opinion, it's the best Halloween movie. Yeah, honestly, the, the 2018 one. Honestly, it's better than it's better than the original one. I I opinion. mean, I think the original was so better, but this is number two. Mm. Facts and no one yeah. shouldn't even and, made a, make an argument of anything else of any other movie in the franchise. Yeah, I want to hear about season of the witch, H two O, that BS. Um, but to the fall from grace and and the second one 
were like, ah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. You know, but but at least the scares were kind of still there. The kills were definitely there. So it still had that redeeming value. There, that was the only that was the only redeeming value of that movie. Mm -hmm. But at least you had that. This didn't even have that. They didn't even have that. None of the kills worked in this movie. They're not scary. It's so simple. (laughs) I'm just like I'm looking at the camera, like trying to like just (laughs) reach out to somebody. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Yeah, I will not make more. I do think they're gonna stop for a little bit, and then I think they're. It's inevitable. I know it's inevitable. They're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna make another. I know, but for right now, just give it like at least twenty years. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we can Um, move on. So that is your number one. That is my number one through and through. Yeah, my number one movie is Day Shift, (laughs) Um, the supernatural action comedy movie with Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco and Megan Good also makes it in here. Steve, um, how is in here? Snoop Dogg, um, is in here. Uh. Yeah, this was not a. This wasn't it, man. It wasn't funny at all. Um, Dave Franco, a person. I mean, I actually like him in certain movies, but again, didn't enjoy him here. Uh, Jamie Fox is trying so hard, man. I I give him credit. He's really trying so hard with with a bad script. Uh, I mean, some of the action sequences I did actually enjoy, but actually sitting down and like really thinking about this movie, I was like. Now this one, this one is is probably the worst movie I've I've seen, um, in twenty twenty two. I I don't have the same disdain that Danny has for Halloween and sitting and sitting through it. But when I but when I sat down, because you haven't seen all, Halloween, if you yeah, saw this, you yeah. probably Maybe would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but in terms of like when I sat down, I thought about just the amalgamation of all the movies that I've seen in twenty twenty two. This top the cake. For me, in terms of, I don't want to ever see this movie again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all that needs to be said, honestly. Yeah, I didn't even see it, so I'm sure I would hate it too. Yeah, I mean, I know, and and well, I briefly touched on Tamika's list. Day, uh, Day Shift is also on her list. I think it was an honorable mention, if I'm not mistaken. I know, I know she, li- I'm pretty sure she listened. I can't remember. She was putting some. She wants us to switch some stuff around. Yeah, like, she did. Um, what? Well, she has some red flags. <laughs> Definitely so. has some red flags. No, it's, it made um, her list. It made. Oh, it did. List. Okay, yeah, it's, it is on her list. So Tamika's list. We'll 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 go through her list real quick. The invitation, which I can't tell I, which one is like. I'm guessing five, four, three, two, one on this. Yeah, I'm assuming. Van, okay. Fantastic Beast, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which was on my list. Um, the well, invitation. Yeah, the invitation. Yeah, um, Jurassic World Dominion, Firestarter, which I didn't see, but a lot of people hated that movie. And Day Shift. I know that's like probably the most worst acted film. Boy, Day Shift. I mean, uh, Firestarter. Firestarter. Yeah. Just judging by the trailers, because I didn't see it. <laughs> when I saw the trailer, I was like, "What is going on?" This is automatically one of the worst. And acted why are we remaking this movie? First yeah, of all, I like know. I know. Okay. So all right, so that so that is our top five worst movies of twenty twenty two. So mine's again from five to one. Three five five blonde spiderhead, a tie between a man from Toronto and Me Time, and finally Dacia. I feel like that's a cheat though. I feel like that's a little bit of a 
I you're mean, tired. Because they, they starred the same person. So <laughs> I know. I okay. Like, I, that's why it's acceptable. It counts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, my worst list from Five of the One is Pinocchio Remake at number five. Number four is Morbius. Number three is Dune. Number two is Hocus Pocus 2. Fuck you. <laughs> and number one is Halloween Ends, and I hope Halloween Ends just dies a miserable death I hope for all eternity. I hope it's the end of Halloween. Please, end yeah. it. For real. Thanks. <laughs> all <clears throat> right. So um, now we're moving on to our the best movies slash favorite movies of 2022 because I realized that some of the best movies I just haven't seen. I'm just being quite yeah, frank and honest with you. Um, so I'll start with my honorable mention list real quick. Yep. Um, Prey was one of these movies that I had no expectations for. And yet I sat down and I watched it on Hulu. And I was actually not blown away by it. But I was I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw in Prey. It's a, it's a really simple story. There's nothing like anything in there that's going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. But because, again, because my expectations were so low with the Predator franchise... Um, and seeing what they were to seeing what they accomplished in Prey, I was I, I was really surprised by that movie. Um, another movie which I which I enjoyed, and I and I like the fact that Adam Sandler is like trying other stuff now. He's getting away from his, you know, uh, cartoonish uh, teen like comedy movies. It was Hustle. Um, on Netflix, I I enjoyed that movie. It does help that I'm a Sixers fan, and it did place take place in Philly, and it, it was great because seeing some of the seeing some of the places that you know that we see because we we travel to Philly. Philly's like right next door to us, um, and seeing Philly like actually um, shown in that way was was great. And I and I, and I liked the story. I liked the characters. I thought Queen Latifah was great in the role that that she had. Um, and it was it was a good movie. I I had a good time with it. You know, um, the the next one is also it's a, I know it's gonna be a little bit surprised because it didn't actually make the top five list, but it's Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, again, I, mm. I, I this movie to this movie is actually kind of d- d- divisive when you actually see because because a lot of people are sort of split on on the movie about how how they feel about it. But for me, I thoroughly enjoy this movie from start to finish. I mean. Minus some of the action sequences and minus some of the problems I had um, logically with the script, I thought with what Ryan Coogler and that entire cast set out to do and had to accomplish with this movie, I thought they exceeded. And I get, you know, there's some people that don't like, you know, hey, why did you have the the Mexicans fighting the black people? You know what I mean? And, and that was that was a whole thing. I'm being so serious. Like people brought that up to me when, when, uh, when I was talking to them about like the movie. Like uh, the Mexicans. Um, <laughs> they, that's what they said. Yeah, I, no. I'm, I'm just reiterating what they okay. what they what their what their griefs were with me. Okay. And I was like, you know, it's it's a Marvel movie, guys. Let's not try and think too deep. About, yeah, seriously, <laughs> about these, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the movie. I I liked. What I'd rather they have did. them working together, by the way, too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and if you've seen the movie, you know, by the end of the movie, they kind of do work yeah. together. <laughs> so, um, as with anything in life, you know, you're gonna have your family disputes. Unfortunately, with this one, uh, some people died. You know, on both sides. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they eventually got themselves together, and I mean, I liked, <clears throat> um, 
Um, I like what they did with the Black Panther character. There's that whole thing about like people upset with them not recasting um, Chadwick Boseman and electing to go with Siri and that whole you know woman empowerment thing. You have those sexists out there, and we're not gonna go too deep into that. But I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, I enjoyed the fact that you know we are eventually gonna get T'Challa, the character of T'Challa, back and 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 uh, Black Panther. Um, I mean, like I said, I mean, I. I get why people were upset about the movie, but I enjoyed it. I liked it. You know, it makes my it makes my honorable mention list. Great. Is, is there any honorable mention list uh, that you have? Uh, I can. I really didn't think about my honorable mentions at all, <laughs> but I will put Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness just outside of the list that I made. Just okay. outside. Very enjoyable movie. It definitely has its flaws. Um, and I know it has its critics, more critics than I would have thought, but. I still thoroughly enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. I love Wanda's yeah, role here. Uh, once again, there's some plot holes with Wanda. We get it. We know. We understand. But I enjoyed the ride. I enjoyed a lot of the great sequences, the multiverse sequences, when he's going through the multiverse. That's an awesome sequence, guys. Like, come on. And then the piano scene, John. I love that. Um, we, we've talked about it, but that makes my honorable honorable mention list Doctor mm. Strange Multiverse of Menace <clears throat> and I'm proud there's some few others but I can't think of it right now <laughs> <laughs> some few others that I can't think of right now yeah. alright well what's we'll, we'll um number five <clears throat> and number five we have a actual late contender because I actually saw this this week but it was so good and which was again we're talking about our favorites not necessarily the best but at number five I have Bullet Train <laughs> go ahead because it's also on my list too really oh yeah, <laughs> yeah well, it is, it it was, is. this was just like up and down a fantastic just a yeah. ride man of emotion like the action in it is great the character work is amazing yeah man Brad Pitt doesn't even have a lot to do with this movie honestly if you nah, really think it about it but he does play his role well mm. um, I forget my man's name <sighs> What's his name? Ty Tyrell. Tyrell? Which the black dude? Yeah, with, with the blonde hair. Uh, <laughs> I uh, can't oh, remember man. his name. Uh, right da- uh, I'm gonna say it's David. Is it David Tyree? I think so. Something something along those lines. Yeah, he is one of my favorite characters ever. <laughs> he's so great. Oh yeah, he's great, man. I I loved him. Um, in in that uh, and and the thing is, you know, it was Brian Tyree Henry. I don't know why I said. Yeah, David there Tyree. you go, Brian Tyree. Henry. Uh, um, we were close. <laughs> yeah, we were close. Um, nah, I mean, he, the thing is, is that like a lot of us, and we were, ironically, we were talking about it the other day with American accents. He actually pulls off an English yeah, accent it was really, really well. Good. <laughs> it was really, it was good. really good. I was like, and was I was really like good. saying to myself, "Is he actually British?" Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I know he's not British, but he I know, really sounds." I know. If, we, if we hadn't, if that was our first introduction yeah, to him, and we and British. we hadn't seen Atlanta, you know, we probably would be like, yeah. Yeah, this guy's British. I think there was like one like line that mm. was like sounded too American, but other than that, I thought he I thought he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we might as well talk about it because it's on my list. Bullet Train is actually number four on on my list. Okay. Um, but I had so much fun with this movie. I really did. I mean, I enjoyed the fast paced action of yeah, it, man. the cutting between the scenes, jumping here, moving over. I here. think this is the best it, edited movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and and to be able to keep a story together, but also jump. Yeah. Um, at different different locations, but also different time periods. Right. As well, and to have it all make sense and not to confuse the audience at all, because there was no point in time where I was confused yeah. as to like 
what was what was going on and the way that they give you backstory the way that they're like filling stuff um that happened previously the the that whole water bottle at the end i thought was <laughs> was great the yeah. comedy i thought was fun i mean the dialogue to me was witty Very and snappy, snappy. Yep. i mean yeah i mean uh, brian brian um tyree and um what's his i name? don't know the actor's name oh man i know i cuz he's um freaking a they're a great duo uh, though yeah they're a great duo yeah i forget oh, man why can't i think of his name I right can't now i remember his name Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. And you, you, you'll know him because he was... Uh, he, he was kick-ass. Avengers. He, he was, was kick-ass kick and, yeah. and he also played in Avengers as uh, Quicksilver. Right, right. Yes, yes. Um, yep. Uh, um, and he also played in that Godzilla movie, if you watched that yeah. 2014 movie. But um, yeah, they, they, were, they were a great dynamic uh, duo. And even some of the other side characters that didn't have much to do, like Zazzy Beats. Like, yeah. you I know, mean, she's she only yeah, in the movie. Yeah, exactly. She, she's not in the movie for that long, but yet you get enough of her character. You yeah. get her background story in a couple, couple scenes, and, you know, she's in and out. Yeah. You know? And the same thing with Bad Bunny. Like, he's in there yeah. for a little bit, but for You know, I was actually surprised how much they, fo- they focused on him. Yeah, the whole backstory. Back- like, yeah. I thought and that was then, great. That's one of the highlights yeah. of the film for me. Yeah. And then. Bang, you know, yeah, exactly. he's not in, and and then uh, Michael Shannon, oh uh, as white death. I mean, <laughs> Once again, like li- very limited in what he's doing, but he's just killing it the whole time he's there. Yeah, yeah. It um, and even and even uh, uh Joey King, Joey King, um, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Even even she, she it's like everyone understood the assignment of mm-hmm. this of this movie, and they. And and they and they delivered and you could tell they're having so much fun with it and yeah. and as an audience member I had so much fun with it yeah I had a blast watching it such a blast all right so I'll get to my I get to my number five then since we're so my number five is actually everything everywhere all at once <laughs> that's my number four oh, really? <laughs> that's funny that is that is crazy that is crazy how we did that yeah, go ahead but um yeah man I I was I was on my way to Curacao. And uh, it was it was one of the movies on the plane that you could pick from, and I was like, um, Tamika was actually the one that recommended the movie. She talked about it when the movie came out because she actually saw it in the theater. And if you remember at the time, we were like, ah, oh, we'll get to it eventually, and yeah. which we did. And it actually turned out to be one of the best movies, in my opinion, of twenty twenty two. I just enjoyed just again the storytelling of of the of the of the movie was great it was so well acted the action sequences were were great uh the cinema photography again was really really good and on point um yeah i just had a good time with the with the science fiction aspect of it i mean you can make the argument they they kind of did it better than dr strange a little yeah you know, I would in terms of that how argument. they yeah um so yeah, I mean, I just had a really good time, like sitting on a plane, kicking back, watching this movie. Yeah, and you could tell they were like kind of influenced by the Matrix. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I, I, some people didn't like that. I, I personally love those aspects of it. Michelle Yeoh, you know, you yeah. mentioned like you, you give this woman an Oscar for this, like honestly, like or make her at least nominee. I don't know. I don't know if she's eligible. Yeah, she should be. She should be yeah. eligible this year. So or this coming year. So. Because she did a, this is probably one of the best roles she's ever been in, as far as her American cinematography mm-hmm. or American cinema roles. Five five star, 
performance from her. Seriously, honestly, she, she's killing. She kills in pretty much everything. I haven't seen the Witcher thing yet, but no, I heard I won't. But <laughs> yeah. I'm I mean, sure she's Witcher, great though. But yeah, I'm sure she's good in it. But from what I hear, it is not. It's not good at all. But yeah. the to me, the Witcher is like to me, the Witcher is actually a good uh, series to be honest. But yeah, that's a different topic for a different day. Okay. Well, yeah, I just love again. Once again, I just love the science fiction fiction aspect of this, and just like going through the multiple like dimensions and all that. Mm-hmm. It just it was again just a fun ride, but definitely well acted, well scripted, well written. Just the execution, and, and, well and it was great. actually and, and the comedic moments were actually funny, yeah. you know, as well. Very. There's yeah, honestly, this might should be higher for me, but there's just a few other films that I just enjoy slightly more because they you know they just resonated with me a little bit. But this was a great movie, and definitely watch it if you haven't. Mm. Um. And okay. So we so we did our five and four. We actually had the same movies and our, but just in different orders. Yeah. Um. So what is your number three? A number three, but well, we are gonna differ here. Um. I have Black Panther. What kind? Mm. Whatever. Um, we obviously talked about this recently. You know our feelings about it. You know that this movie, the more I think about it, it's just grown on me. Shuri's development throughout this entire film is just something that I think about and I just love even more. I love the character of Namor. Um, this movie, I think you just talked about it. This movie definitely has its flaws, especially with that. It's really all the flaws for me are really in act three. Because mm. they try to do the big battle thing, and that just yeah. doesn't work for me. Yeah, and that, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I again, I, Dominic Thorne, I, I love you. Yes. But that character, man, uh, suffered in that movie. I, and, that, and, and that Iron Heart, and that Iron Heart, the armor was the trash. Garbage. It was really bad. It was <laughs> yeah, really yeah. bad. But her portrayal is good. Yeah, it's yeah just, her portrayal is good. Yeah. It's just the, you know, the plot with, within her, or the subplot with her. Yeah. Gets abandoned. Why? I don't know. <laughs> So, but hopefully with Ironheart, we'll, we'll, we'll make amends with that. I think they will. But overall, I just, I just enjoyed the cultural movement of this movie again. Once again, I, I had the same feelings that, that I had with Black Panther are here. Mm. Obviously, you know, Chadwick Boseman, you know, it's sad not to see him here, but yeah, they just do a great job of honoring him. Angela Bassett. Give this girl, give give this girl, give this woman an Oscar nomination. Too. Yeah, she definitely deserves an Seriously. Oscar nomination for at her least, yeah, for at sure. least. She and the thing is, again, with her performances, she's not in the movie that long, but when she is, she's the best. She's the actor best thing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I love this film. I love everything about this film. Well, not everything about this film, but I love the feeling that it gave me. Um. So yeah, that is my number three. So my number three is uh, is a little is I was gonna say it's a little weird one, but uh, it's the Northman. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I'm actually I I'm not the huge Robert Eggers fan. Mm-hmm. I mean I I like the witch. I, I like have no interest in going back. <laughs> no, no, definitely. Um, I was not a huge fan of the lighthouse. It wasn't my thing. I love the lighthouse. To, yeah, to each his own. <laughs> if you if you liked it, hey man, I don't. Yeah, hey, it's it's, it's I for think you. The lighthouse is great. <clears throat> just in terms of just the scope and scale of this movie, the um, it's it's again, it's a basic story. It's about a guy who who wants revenge for the murder of, of his father. I mean, 
that's pretty simple enough. But I think it's just how you get there to me is is why I enjoyed this movie so much. And you throw in Norse mythology, and I'm a sucker for a lot of mythologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greek mythology, I love. Egyptian, I love. I you know I'm I'm big into like the history of of, of those um, different uh, mythologies, sure. and I love that type of stuff. So North mythology, you got me going there. Um, just the brutality and violence of it all, the cinematography you know, of it all. I mean, the weirdness of, of it all as well. I mean, you're sort of just like, it's sort of um, breathtaking a little bit to sit back and, and watch it. Um, so, you know, it's definitely, for Robert Eggers, it was great to actually see him do a movie like this because we've seen some of his other like off, you know, like off the beaten row type, type movies. Mm. Um but it's still like it's true to him, you know what I mean? Like it's still, it's like a, it's an epic movie, but yet it still has his like trademark quirkiness in in, in the movie, and uh, I I enjoyed that combination uh, greatly. So that's why I, it's number three for me. Yeah, I need to see this because especially with God of War coming out, I'm oh yeah, yeah I'm yeah. invested back into North. Yeah, I mean it's and... extremely it's an extremely grounded movie as you can imagine. Like yeah. it's you know, but but it it's it's great. I had I had a I had a good time with the movie for sure. Uh, what is your number three movie? Number three or, or number, number two? two? Yeah. yeah, I think we're on number two. Yeah, number two. Number two is the Batman. Oh well, we actually had the same number two wow. movie. I'm actually nice. surprised that I I didn't think it was actually going to make your list. To be honest with you, oh, I, I yeah definitely did. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so so I didn't. I know. I know we have to have the same number one movie then. Um, Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead, because I feel like no, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You started off, man. It's Batman. Just- I mean, I mean, we talked about it before. Like, just the you know, going back to what Batman is, going back to that younger Batman. That's where my nostalgia for Batman mostly is. Mm-hmm. Is that you know, darker, but not like, you know, he's still growing. He's still learning. Mm. He's learning how to beat Batman. That's the Batman that resonates with me the most. Robert Pattinson, we've talked about it. Just great. And once again, yeah. it's one of, again, it's one of those things that when I first heard it, major criticism. Yeah. Major yeah. criticism. But then you watch this movie and it's just, he just, he's killing it, man. Just he is, man. It, and it's, yeah, it's also my number two. And I loved, I love this movie. Again, I was just sitting in the theater. I was just blown away by the entire thing from from the story perspective of like the mystery of it all and him trying to solve these murders and trying to discover who's behind it to the actual end seek to the to the actual final battle where you're like, oh, you know, this is what he was really trying to trying to do and the, and the social commentary yeah. about it was phenomenal in in my opinion about like you know how you know other people sort of look up to batman and how they have like this sort of warped perception of him like being an 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 our an anarchist you know like batman views what he's doing is good and so they also view what they're doing is good and i love that sort of dynamic that they presented in there but also the action sequences they were done extremely well i mean the the hand-to-hand combat was great um yeah the other characters were great uh catwoman um Played by, uh, I forget what's her name. Played by. <laughs> oh, I man. honestly can't. Remember. Zoe Kravitz. There we go. Um, yeah, played by Zoe Kravitz. I thought there. was great. Uh, Colin Farrell as um, the Penguin. Yeah, 
as the penguin was was great. Like all these other side characters were great. The the um uh the uh, riddles I thought were really good outside of the yeah. appearance of the Joker. Yeah, um, didn't need that. Didn't need that. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, this is a this is a damn near perfect movie. Yeah. It, it, I couldn't ask for anything more from a Batman like movie. Like this is what I as a kid growing up, and I and again I love the Christopher Nolan. Yes. Batman movies and obviously the Dark Knight is still the best yes. out of all of them for sure but in terms of like an actual Batman movie what I grew up as a kid this is like what I envisioned as a kid like Batman like yeah. this is the movie I always envisioned absolutely and we talked about this if DC had just stuck to this type of <laughs> feel and theme and yeah. for their universe and didn't try to make it so what Mar- what Marvel was doing they mm. would be a success right now yeah, yeah, we would be and talking we'll about James, them a lot more. Yeah, we'll see what James Gunn does, and obviously he can't do what Matt Reeves is doing. Exactly. He's gonna have to make a difference. So I don't know how he's gonna pull that off. But um, I mean, even even the cinematography of this movie, I, I mean, just the way that Matt Reeves, about, yeah, yeah, the the way that Matt Reeves composes shots and it's they're 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 gorgeous, man. Really especially gorgeous, especially man. that um the um. The, the chase scene between Penguin and Batman and the, the way that he frames those shots with Penguin looking and looking through the mirror and you can see Batman uh, driving in, in his in his room. It, it was great. And, and the sound design was great with the with the Batmobile. Yeah. Um, the music, the dun, 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 dun. Like, you and know. the pacing, too. Was, like, he just let the movie breathe, man. Yeah. He let the movie breathe and he just let you just, you just felt invited in in the world man it's great stuff yeah great so great stuff. yeah i just remember walking out of that movie like with a smile on my face sure. and that's why i it's, it's my number two number one i i feel like we have it i go you might go ahead and say it snope yeah it's nope <laughs> i don't want to hear no hate i don't want to hear nothing y'all got to say nope is the best movie of 2022 hands down sorry not sorry jordan pill killing it there's, I mean, we talked about it a lot. So, but yeah. like, yeah, you this is what you go to our, movies for, man. Yeah, this is exactly yeah, just, what you go to movies for. I, I mean, I was looking at like the best movies. I I try and go back to like the feelings that I had like walking out of that movie. And there was out of all the movies that I watched in 2022, in the Batman came close, but out of all the movies that I watched in 2022, there was no movie that had an impact on me like Nope. There yeah. was there was none. I there's I mean, and I have problems with nope. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; it's not a perfect movie. No. But in terms of like the way I felt coming out of the movie, there I had no other experience like that, and that's why it's like my my the best movie of twenty twenty two in my opinion. And I thought this movie had the best cinematography too. Yeah, like it's just great cinematography. Yeah. He took they, they took some risks, and they all really paid off for me. Story, I mean, we there's you know there's a few holes here and there, but. For me, I just felt enraptured by it all. Like I really, when you first see that alien and it's a fake out, but you still have that tension. He really works with tension like no other, mm. like no other director, man. Where nothing happens, <laughs> but you still feel the tension all the way through mm. until you know he lets it go, and it's like that the entire time. And then you get to the climax where it's all there, and then it's something to really be scared about. But it's this majestic creature. Mm. <laughs> it's just amazing it's just amazing with how you i think i don't know I no i i agree with everything that um that you're saying and, and for me i love like the movies that make you really think about like what it is that you just saw and i loved like going online afterwards and like 
seeing the breakdowns of everything and yeah. seeing um and and you know obviously forming my own opinion in in the theater having watching it but also seeing what everyone else was like conjuring up as well what these different meanings what this meant what he was trying to say here and all this other stuff like to me that was just as fun as actually watching the, yeah, the movie and there's been sure. there there are very few movies that come out nowadays that yeah. have you talking about the movie long after you have seen it um and this movie made kiki palmer by the way it yeah, it did. It, it definitely did. And that's why she can launch key TV. Now, maybe she had that in the works. I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> but now um, people were actually going to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Kiki Palmer. I mean, I know we were going to say Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya, I, is, he's always going to be great. He's never he's great. But I was just so surprised by Kiki yeah. Palmer. Like to me, she's my favorite part of the movie. Um, and I just I love everything that she brought to to that character. The comedic moments were actually you, you can make the argument that this is his funniest movie. Honestly, yeah, yeah, that yeah. he that he's done. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just enjoyed everything about this movie, and I get, I get, I get it. I, I know this movie has a lot of criticism, and I know for a lot of people, it's not going to be their number one movie. Yeah. of 20, 2022. A lot of I, people I, were yeah, very like, disappointed by this movie, and I'm just yeah, like, I know, I know, but I was not one of them. I was yeah, not one man. of those people. I watched. I uh, still thought this was a masterpiece by yeah. Jordan Peele. So yeah. there you have it. Our number one movie, ironically, we, you know, we had a lot of the, the same, same movies. Yeah. It's a little, a little <laughs> not, different not order. A, yeah, just a lot of different order. Not not the worst. Not not the worst. We had different movies Definitely for the worst did. movies, but um, <laughs> but as far as the best movies go, we we were pretty on point. Whatever, yeah. whatever best movies of twenty twenty two. Now Tamika's list, oh we're God. gonna just share that because uh, <laughs> it is nothing like our list. It is, it is nothing like our list, and this is why we miss we miss having her on here. Yeah. But. Um, Oh man. Okay, so her top five, and I don't I don't know the ranking uh of this, but The Woman King, which is a movie I haven't seen, but I do plan on watching it. So I can't make any comments about The Woman King, but I have heard great things about it. Um we have Devotion on here. Yeah, she did talk about the movie. She did talk about Devotion. Um then we have Doctor Strange and a Multiverse of Madness. Which I'm not really sure about because she also talked about putting Black Panther on here. Yeah, so um, make those interchangeable, I guess, if you want. Yeah, and then you have um, Black. She had Black Adam had, on here too. I'm just like yeah, she has Black Adam on here, which which I'm not gonna lie. I questioned her about. I did. I called sure. her out in the chat. Absolutely. I questioned her. Why the hell do you have Black Adam in your top five? <laughs> I felt like it was a justified question. It is. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> She told me to suck it because I gave her shit for it. But <laughs> yeah. you know what? You need to get shit for this. Why do you even? I She was trying to make the justification like, oh, it might just be my honorable mention. I'm not sure. But I'm like, it shouldn't make. It, sh it, it shouldn't even be on it. Here. Shouldn't it shouldn't be nearly near. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I gotta, so, gotta love her. But yeah, that that is that is to me. And then she place. has 892, which is. But I don't even. I, what is that? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Maybe it was because I was counting them down because I said five and that would make it six. Oh, would it? Right. I don't know. Her list was came back kind of jumbled, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is. I mean, there is a film 892. Maybe that maybe maybe she did put 892 on there. Yeah, she did. Okay, all right. I I didn't. See I just it, I never so. heard of the movie at all. I right? never heard of it either. That's why I was like, oh, maybe that would, maybe that was like a typo or something that she put in there. Maybe she was actually meant for somebody else. Oh, she's but no, I mean, she was not sure if she should replace Black Adam with Doctor Strange or vice versa. 
I don't know. Make of that what you will, ladies and gentlemen. I think Doctor Strange is a a superior film to Black Adam. For sure. Did you see Black Adam? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's streaming, though, so I will see it now. Yeah, it's on HBO. So if you if you really want to check out the I last, don't, the but rem- if you want to check it. out the remnants of the of the DCU, then then that's yeah. It. This movie doesn't even matter anymore. Like geez. it doesn't. It doesn't like that. And like that, uh, um, in credit scene doesn't matter. You know, seeing Superman doesn't matter. No, <laughs> it's done. But um, but yeah, there you have it, guys. There is our top five best and worst movies of twenty twenty two. Um. Yeah, I mean, let us know what you guys thought. What was your rankings? I know you guys' rankings will be very different for sure. Yeah, for probably both lists for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there you there you have it. Um. That's gonna wrap up for today's uh, episode. Um. I hope you guys had a great twenty 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 two, and I hope twenty twenty three is even better as we get ready for this this new year. Um. Yeah, so we'll see you guys in 2023. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, man. See y'all next year. In a day or two. Yeah. Maybe a week. All right. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah, it knows. And we're done. All right. <laughs> <laughs>